You're listening to the number one podcast for Olive Branch and Eastern DeSoto County. This is OB Pod. On deck for today, I've got two good hot topics talking about teachers and wheat, believe it or not. I've got some local news with our good friend Bob Bakken. Got some dad jokes that are uh, good as always. Riddle me this, two good ones. Got a motivational message that's going to be talking about changing perspective. I've got three random great facts and stories you probably never heard of. I got a movie review off a Hulu original movie that's pretty unique. Uh, could be good, could be bad. You'll have to see. And finally, I've got a sports section that's fantastic as I was able to get two local baseball coaches here to talk about some big wins we've got in the past week. It's going to be a great, great show. I know I mentioned this last week, but I've got to say this again and emphasize it better. I want to say a special congratulations to Team Couch of Birch Realty and my friend Brian Couch as they were voted DeSoto's Best Real Estate Agent Team. Uh, and this makes the fifth year uh, they've done this. This is a huge accomplishment here for DeSoto County and their t- for their team. And I just couldn't say I'm prouder for them. They're a great, great real estate team. They've helped me personally. Uh, the land I live on today, Brian, worked very vigorously for me to help me get this at a great price uh, and I just can't thank him enough and so guys I just tell you straight up if you're in the market to buy or sell a house this is the team you want to work with I mean they they are just truly truly phenomenal a full service team that takes care of anything you can imagine and not only that Brian is the type of person who is going to give you a true a straight shooter opinion when it comes to things he's more interested in making sure that he gives you the right advice not based on whether or not he's going to get more money or anything of that nature he really wants to make sure you feel that you're being supported properly through the entire process, either you're a buyer or a seller. If you're interested in this, you need to go call their office at 662-449-1700, or even better yet, you can call Brian's personal cell phone, and that is 901-461-7653. So this week for Hot Topics, guys, I'm going to talk about two different things. The first one, we're going to talk about teachers. So let's start with the good news. The teacher pay raise was passed there in the House, and now it sits on the desk of our own Governor Tate Reeves. And I'm pretty excited to hear that he is planning on signing it, which this will be a great, great thing for our teachers. It will raise the pay salary above the national average, and which has just been long overdue and much deserved uh, for those teachers in this area. But sadly, uh, there's another part to this. Well, maybe a couple of things. But the first thing I've got to mention, and this is personal, and this is opinion-based, but I'm, I'm very frustrated. As an educator myself and working with these fabulous people, and as being one of the largest employers of DeSoto County, uh, it was very disheartening to hear that there was some negative votes for this pay raise, uh, especially uh, you know right here from our local area. We have three representatives, uh, Eubanks, Hopkins, and Cresswell, who have been voting no against education, pay raises, and so on. Now, given this latest vote, Creswell and Hopkins voted no. Technically, Hopkins voted yes and then rescinded his vote, which is almost even more insultory. And Eubanks flip-flopped and went to the positive on this one. Um, but I just, I'm, I'm really struggling with this. When your teachers are the lowest in the, you know, in the country when it comes to pay, uh, we're not fully funding schools and we wonder why education is so down and we're not investing in our future uh, and that, you know, it's this is money coming from surplus and other places. It just, it's it's hard to fathom, and I'm struggling with it. And, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's really frustrating to hear 
that these guys here that we have elected in our area are not supporting education or at least the teachers who deliver the education. You know, I don't know if y'all have heard this past week, but one of the most famous uh, teachers in the area, uh, Miss Brianna Richardson. Now, when I say famous, I mean she is really, really popular on social media. Currently, she has over a million and a half followers on TikTok and does a wonderful little videos of satire and humor, things that go on in education. Um, but she made a stunning revelation or announcement this past week, uh, even on through social media. So I think uh, it'd be best you hear it from her in her home tone and so you can see where we're coming from. Yesterday after school, I resigned. I put my keys on my desk. I put my badge on my desk and then I walked out, I got in my car and I drove away. And I'm really grateful that I made that decision because no job, no job is worth your mental and physical health. I have never before this year been sick at school as a teacher. I've never gotten sick at school. And this year I've been sick at school. The stress is too much and it's okay, it's okay to walk away. This is really tough to hear, and I played that audio for you because I wanted to tell you guys as the listeners uh, that our teachers need more support than you could ever imagine. This has been a very tough year for numerous reasons, but here are a few things that are people are really struggling with this year. Students have changed a little bit since coming back from the pandemic. Having a year at home and learning online, uh, the social interaction and things this year have been more of a struggle. Uh, there's been higher levels of discipline, uh, other things of that nature, and it's not so much the student's fault. It's just been such a change or readapting back to what it used to be. Additionally, uh, parents are adjusting to students being back in school, things going back to more of a traditional education style, and so this has been a struggle. And not only that, just the expectations to meet, you know, getting back to where we were is also a struggle. When you have changed everything and completely throw your entire way of teaching upside down for a year or two, you know, it's really difficult to come back. And it's also a struggle when you add in these other factors. And so it, it's just been a real, real tough year. And I can see that everybody has their breaking point. And it's just sad that this teacher who is what I've been told is a great teacher has reached her limit at her job and has walked away. And it's just uh, I want y'all to know that, you know, this is something I take personal. You know, I do my best to try to make sure that all the teachers in my building are supported and that they have what they need. But, you know, sometimes, you know, it just you can't do it all. And it, it's a struggle. And this is an opportunity where, you know, students can step up, parents can step up, the community can step up, fellow teachers can step up. And I just want to put that out here as a positive encouragement for everyone to try to go out there, let a teacher know that she's appreciated. If there's something we can do to help each other, let's do it you know don't get wrong this pay raise that's come through is going to be fantastic and so on you know but the reality of it is is that I still think they're underpaid for what they do they do give our children their future or at least give them the opportunities to learn things and guide them for a better future and what's better than that we should put everything forward for our kids we want a better future for them that's a better future for society in general and so the guys again that was what I want to talk about when it comes to teachers in our area this past week and I hope you get something positive from that now, shifting gears, guys, something I want to put out there for world news, something I've been doing here lately is talking about some things that are going on that can affect all of us. And it's kind of coming through, uh, you know, the world news, but maybe you haven't heard it through mainstream news. 
And that's how I've been watching this war in Ukraine, how it's going to affect us, maybe not today, but down the road. And I found this great, great article uh, talking to an astrophysicist, believe it or not, that is just unreal. And I was even able to find some audio of him talking about it. And this is going to be discussing, uh, you know, our food supply. One of the craziest things ever is you don't think that war between two countries so far away would affect how food is handled here, or much less for the entire world. And so I want to go to this audio and listen to these two clips that he's going to play. One is talking about food shortage potentials as well as what helps make food and how this war is affecting both of them. It is truly, truly astonishing. About 15% of the world's calories come from wheat. About a third of that wheat comes from Russia, Ukraine. Russia has banned export of wheat. The wheat spring planting season is like now, this week. And there's not a lot of planting going on. So not only is the current wheat supply in Russia, Ukraine blocked up and cannot make its way to countries in Africa and elsewhere, but the future planting season is now significantly at risk. And again, that's 15% of global calories. And I just to take a step back, the whole planet Earth operates on a 90-day food supply. Once we stop making food, humans run out of food in 90 days. And that's not just linearly across all nations. What happens is the most vulnerable nations lose their food supply first, and the richer nations buy that food supply to secure their population's calories. And so you very quickly see a bifurcation happen where suddenly famine is a real risk. And we already have about 800 million people on Earth that are subsisting on below 1,200 calories a day. So this very quickly tips the bucket in a significant way in a number of countries that's going to be really awful. And that's just on the wheat supply and wheat planting problem. All fertilizer is made up of nitrogen, phosphorus, or potassium. Those are the three major types of fertilizer that farmers around the world have to use every year in order to grow that crop. Nitrogen is made from natural gas. 98% of the world's ammonia is made from natural gas. Natural gas prices, as you guys know, have doubled. And the futures market looks like in some places, natural gas prices going up like 4x. As a result, the price of ammonia fertilizer, nitrogen-based fertilizer, has gone from $200 a ton to $1,000 a ton. So it's five times as expensive to buy basic ammonia fertilizer today than it was a few weeks ago or a few months ago. About 10% of the world's phosphate comes out of Russia. 25% of the world's potassium comes out of Russia, potash. Both of those markets are blocked up. They are sanctioned and they may have banned exports. Russia has through the rest of 2022. And as a result, the price of potassium has gone from 200 to 700 and the price of phosphorus has gone from 250 to 700. So now it's so expensive to grow a crop that a lot of farmers around the world are pulling acres out of production. And they're actually going to grow less this year than they would have otherwise because it is so expensive and they cannot access fertilizer locally to plant crops. It's just uncanny. When you hear stuff like that, it really makes you think that going to the grocery store is going to be dramatically changed. But that's just a small thing for us here in this community. Think about the countries like he was talking about that rely on wheat, flour, things of that nature just for their basic sustenance. That is going to be completely changed, dramatic. Their famine is going to be increased. Their cost of goods and everything is just going to be catastrophic. Uh, you know, I really hope things are going to change and shift and maybe we can recover slightly so it doesn't feel like it's going to be such a dramatic effect but only time will tell but i just wanted you guys to hear some of that kind of stuff that's going on because you know some of that stuff that just does not get told enough and we need to be more cognizant and things that we can do here in our own country or other parts of the world to try to help each other out we hope those efforts are being made and we hope that there's a brighter future even though it looks like it's going to get a little bit rougher first
right, guys, it's about time for that news. Before we do it, I got to ask you, are you looking for a new job or are you looking for a job in general? There is a fantastic place to go work for right here in Olive Branch, kind of on the northern side, right over by my school at Center Hill. And that is Michael Hatchard and Associates. Guys, they are hiring all types of positions all the way down from entry level up to upper management. If you have any experience in landscaping, management, working crews, different things of that nature, I highly encourage you to go check out their job board. They have a lot of positions they're trying to fill. The company is expanding leaps and bounds. They are by far the largest landscape company right here in the Olive Branch area, and they're doing fantastic things for our schools, our community, and even Michael Hatcher himself are part of several committees for the entire DeSoto County. And when I tell you their place of work is fantastic, I am not just blowing smoke. What I am telling you is they have some of the best rates of pay, some of the best benefits. Their motto is hire for life, and it is a fun, family-filled kind of environment when it comes to when you work every day. I have know several people who work they really, really enjoy it there. This is the place to be. Go check out their website at hatcherlandscape.com if you're interested, and call the office. You'd be surprised what they can have available. You do not want to miss out on this. All right, guys, it's time to get to that news, and I'm pretty excited. We got back with Bob, Bob Bakken, the amazing DeSoto County news reporter. Bob, how are we doing today, brother? Hey, I'm pretty good, Zach. How are you doing? Making it okay? Man, doing good. You know, like I said, we're still adjusting, you know, uh, Cash not being with us. Uh, it's good to have another friendly voice that's been a part of the podcast since the beginning, so really, really appreciate you joining us. Uh, but man, let's get right into these news. This has been a big week. I know I've already kind of discussed a little bit about the legislator uh, talking about teacher pay raises and stuff and didn't have a whole lot of great things to say about a few individuals, but I think we're going to add more to it. But Bob, what's the hottest thing going on right now otherwise the teacher pay raise? Well, two things that we've been focusing on in, from the legislature this past week have to do with the Penny for the Parks uh, proposals that have been going on. South Haven's been worried about theirs. Fernando uh, just recently had theirs uh, pass the uh, state Senate, uh, and uh, they're both now headed to the House. And I think, as you probably mentioned, uh, it's been a struggle to get some of these things passed. And it has an effect on Olive Branch because the Olive Branch, city of Olive Branch also has their own local and private legislation, uh, legislation that they have uh, sent down to the state legislature. And this would not have to do with restaurant sales, but instead would have to do with lodging uh, in hotels, much like goes on in Horn Lake. <laughs> Seems like we all have our little local and private stuff going on up here. Uh, that we're trying to get uh, pushed through the state legislature. Olive Branch uh, would like to see a $2 surcharge on on room stays at uh, local uh, hotels and motels and stuff go to um, help help for improvements uh, in uh, Olive Branch. And, of course, uh, we know, probably know pretty well or almost too well, uh, what's uh, been done with uh, the funds raised in South Haven. Fernando now wants to see the same thing for their own uh, parts program uh, as far as uh, an extra penny put on for restaurant sales. Um, But uh, it's going to be a struggle. I I think you've probably enumerated that pretty well on teacher pay raise. And and the same thing is probably facing uh, our cities up here when it comes to penny for the parks. There's a a group of legislators, um, and a couple of them are right here in DeSoto County, who have opposed all sorts of tax increases, uh, but because uh, they are also voting against other um, legislation from other parts 
of the state. Uh, those legislature, uh, legislators have now come back and said, well, if you're not going to support our programs, we're not going to support yours. And so it's going to be a struggle uh, to see what happens. Bob, I appreciate it, man. You're absolutely right. Um, it's the same three uh, legislators in our area. You know, like I mentioned, the teacher pay raise, that'd be Eubanks, Hopkins, and Cresswell. Not afraid to mix words. They have voted no uh, on a lot of things. And now we're going to reap the negative rewards for it when it comes from the rest of the state to try to help us with, you know, beautify and improve our areas. And this it's very tough uh, to see this and hear this. And, you know, we're... I'm hearing from a lot of people, you know, I'm from Hernando, I stay in Olive Branch, you know, and both these communities are uh, learning this and are uh, understanding that uh, these roadblocks are, you know, are not being productive to our community. And uh, it's unfortunate. Uh, and I wonder how it's going to spell when it gets time for re-election because there's a lot of people who are not upset. I mean, like I mentioned before about the teacher pay raise thing and that fiasco, and that's what I'm going to call it. It was a fiasco. And now the you know this uh, penny for the parks and the hotel tax and the stuff – you know, a lot people need to understand taxes can be good. A lot of them, if they're used right and put to the right way, they're needed for a community to thrive. People like to have nice roads, like to have, you know, working stoplights and everything else, you know, clean areas. Uh, you know, taxes provide that. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's unfortunate that, you know, we're to this no, 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 and we're all going to suffer for it down the road. And we'll, like I said, we're just going to see what happens when it comes to the election time. But uh, it is what it is. Yeah, well, I think, you know, remember, uh, these lawmakers could get up for election again, not this year, but next year, 2023 is the next uh, legislative session. So for those who are upset about their votes, uh, they're just going to have to have long memories uh, because we're still over a year away now. I will say that one of that group, uh, and Eubanks did vote for the teacher pay raise, but uh, uh, they, they list themselves, there's a group of about six lawmakers uh, they call themselves the Mississippi Freedom Caucus, and they're very ultra-conservative. They're just against any kind of uh, tax increase whatsoever. And I, I think, sadly, we have to remember sometimes that there is a cost to freedom. And uh, the uh, the cost in these cases uh, is not that exorbitant. I mean, I'm not taking out a loan for my extra penny that I paid for my restaurant uh, uh, visit here. So... Uh, I just really, it's really hard to understand uh, why there would be such staunch opposition. And unfortunately, because of that opposition, uh, then we, we catch the end of the whiplash on the other side. Yep, no doubt. Have you checked out the website iBuyDeSoto.com yet? Do you know what they offer? You need to go check it out. When I tell you this is the company right here in DeSoto County, mainly focused on Olive Branch, that really wants to help our community when it comes to buying homes and re renovating them and turning them into properties that you can make proud for here in Olive Branch and the surrounding areas, this is the place to go check out. They make fair offers, cash offers for quick sales on a lot of homes in the area to try to help out folks for unique reasons. Sometimes people gain houses through a death in the family. Maybe there's a divorce or some kind of bad situation, or maybe your house got damaged in something, or you just don't want to fool the time with updating it. This is the company to get a hold of. They'll come in, evaluate their place, give you a fair offer. You're going to feel good about it. They're a local company, not a national chain that's just trying to buy up and gobble up things and turn it over for a quick buck that doesn't help our community this company really takes care of it go check out ibuydesoto.com and you will see for yourself 
You know, Bob, something else that's pretty uh, pretty awful that happened this past week, and I know you saw and heard about it, uh, residents of kind of like the middle of the county, like Nesbitt and Hernando area mainly, received a clear bag in their driveway that had a flyer in it. Um, this flyer was actually a recruitment for KKK. Uh, you know, it had a giant heading that said the South is rising and so on. Did you see this? You know, I, I have to admit that I, I, I just saw that on, on television. And uh, um, <clears throat> it's, it's just amazing that uh, here in the year 2022 that we uh, are still seeing this kind of stuff going on. Um, sadly, uh, it's unfortunate. Um, I think um, for people who uh, would like to see uh, and see the advantages of a little bit more diversity, uh, here in our area, um, uh, this is going to do nothing but um, park the waters again even more. So uh, I guess the only thing I would say is that it, I'm surprised that it still exists. Uh, it's sad uh, that it still exists, and uh, I you know, certainly just hope that uh, there were no recruits that were uh, found because of this kind of stuff going on. Agreed. Agreed, Bob, 100%. Now, guys, something else. Let's let's actually talk about something we can look forward to. Uh, on April 7th, guys, at Longview Heights Baptist Church from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., the Olive Branch Police Department will speak and answer questions pertaining to community awareness and crime prevention, as well as on how to report crimes. Now, Mayor Ken Adams, Chief Don Gamage, which, by the way, we did talk about him is retiring soon, uh, the, will be there. The event is free to the public, and we hope that all will attend. It is a large church, plenty of room, and so on. Uh, do you plan on making this one, Bob? Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to definitely try to be there for that uh, because uh, it's going to be uh, quite interesting to see uh, just uh, a, a community uh, get together. I, I always like to see that uh, um, communication both ways, you know, from the police and the uh, citizenry because I think that overall just helps helps everybody uh, down the road. So I'm really I'm glad that they're doing this. And I hope that there's something that comes out about from, from this as well. So, and it is free to the public, and uh, there will be some time, I'm sure, to be able to communicate and find out more about uh, how the uh, uh, law enforcement community and the uh, general community can uh, work together to, um, you know, help uh, ease a, a crime problem. Um, all we have to do, obviously, is look to our north and see all the crime problems that are going on up there. We're we're sitting in pretty good shape here but still it goes on and uh, there's certainly going to be a need to be more vigilant uh, uh, not vigilantes but uh, certainly vigilant and when we see things going on wrong that we are able to work with our local police departments and uh, make sure that uh, those things are kept to a very very small minimum agreed when spring arrives, do you wish your yard was as nice as your neighbor's or maybe the best in the neighborhood? There is a company that can grant your wish, and that is Masterlawn. They have been serving the Olive Branch area for over 25 years. They have amazing courteous service and results that are unbeatable. If you go to their website, masterlawninc.com, which is that is spelled masterlawninc.com, you can check out all the services they offer as well as a user-friendly quote system to get you started. If you prefer to use the phone, you can always contact them at 901-250-0873. 
Now, guys, on April 11th, we're going to have the 7th Annual Golf Scramble. This is for the Rotary Club. This supports their scholarship and uh, efforts. Uh, they're going to have a registration at 8 a.m. They're going to tee off at 10, and it is $75 a person or $300 for a team. Remember, this goes for a great cause. And, again, this goes back to Rotary, which I mentioned earlier in the episode. I said thank you to you, Bob, and uh, I really do appreciate you writing an article about uh, the visit I had at the Rotary. We had a great, great time. Uh, so we always encourage people to go out to that. Uh, on the next day, um, I'm sorry, actually April 9th, uh, they're actually going to have a DeSoto Wings competition and the festival. That's going to be over at the Olive Branch Soccer Complex, which is at Church Road and Highway 305. Guys, this is going to be a, a big family fun event. Uh, Cash and I went last year. They have fantastic wings. They had bounces. Uh, a lot of uh, cool drinks, a lot of stuff to do there on the fields. Uh, but last year, it was in the middle of summer, and it was blazing hot. It was crazy. They had fans, generators everywhere. This year being in April is a fantastic adjustment. I think it's going to bring out a lot more people. And all the proceeds from this go to the DeSoto County Dream Center, uh, which does amazing things to feed the you know the needy in the area. Uh, Bob, did, were you able to go to uh, one of the wing competitions last year and try the, the winner? Uh, no, I didn't actually, but I, I'm going to have to make sure that I make it out there this year. Um, uh, it's like you say, I, I've talked to the people at the Dream Center. We've uh, done some items with them in the past, and, and uh, they do a, a great uh, work for the county. It's a, a great idea. It's kind of uh, uh, patterned after a very successful uh, Dream Center plan out in California, and uh, the people out there kind of help put it together and, and and are able to help some uh, people who are very much in need. So maybe I'll have to break down and try a wing or two. If I can, if, if my old aged uh, tongue and voice and uh, tongue and mouth can handle, handle all that spiciness, I guess, uh, I, I guess we'll have to try it. Huh? That's it, brother. That's it. Now, Hey, now didn't you report on something special over at Pleasant Hill elementary this past week? Tell us about it. I did. Um, uh, Tiffany Lyles and uh, Sarah Powell have uh, spotlight classes over at Pleasant Hill Elementary, where, by the way, my wife happens to be a teacher's assistant as well. I'll put that plug in, uh, that uh, we've had a pretty close connection with the folks at Pleasant Hill for many years because of that. Everybody knows Miss Jean over there, it seems like. Um, but uh, National Week, uh, National Ag Week was last week, uh, and uh, Sarah and uh, Tiffany invited a gentleman by the name of Jeremiah McCroskey. Uh, to come out and present to their classes. Now, Jeremiah McCroskey uh, works for the railroad. He works for BNSF. Uh, but uh, as a young uh, young man in uh, the Bristol, Virginia area, he started uh, collecting or trying to collect his uh, family's farm equipment, feeling that he grew up on a farm. He grew up on a farm. And uh, he was able to uh, purchase from his grandparents uh, uh, some tractors, has an old thresher, uh, all sorts of other old equipment from the 30s and 40s. And he brought the, the uh, tractors and thresher out to Pleasant Hill Elementary and showed the students about the, the operations of a farm, uh, not only to observe National Ag Week, but at the same time showed the youngsters, you know, back in the 30s and 40s, this is how we turned uh, food from the field to the table. And that uh, it just doesn't show up in the microwave uh, every night, uh, that there's actually uh, 
hard workers and farmers who help produce this food. And that was very interesting. Absolutely. Now, guys, I want to go ahead and mention this. I know it's at the end of the uh, end of the month, April, April 30th, but it is a huge event for Olive Branch, and especially if you're a vendor or a food truck person. But OB Fest 2022 is going to be at the City Park, and that, like I said, that is going to be Saturday, April 30th, and that is going to be from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. The admission is free to the public, but if you're a vendor and you want to be at one of these spots, there's a fee of $50. The spaces are limited, and it is a first-come, first-serve. Uh, they're also going to have food truck vendor spots, but they're only going to have eight of them. Of course, it's going to be the first eight. So you need to make sure you pick up a registration form at the City Hall at the Parks and Rec Department, which is over there on College Street. Also, guys, they're going to have the Bob Marr Classic Car Show. And if you want to have a cool ride you want to show off, like I said, it is free, but it does require a registration. Same process. Go to the same offices. And if you have more questions about it, you can always see, uh, go look at the City of Olive Branch uh, Facebook page. It has links and other ways to get information. Now, Bob, the car show was pretty sweet. The turnout last year was fantastic. You know, coming off of COVID and this being one of like the first big community event coming out of that situation, it was warm, but it was fantastic. The park was full of people, a lot of people having a good time. Um, you know, is there anything in particular you're looking forward to seeing this year or hoping is there? Oh, I just like, uh, it, it, it's kind of like uh, when I go to a shopping mall, I just like people. People are always very interesting. And it's always cool to talk with people and find out what's going on with them. Uh, so, And then, you know, at uh, OB Fest, uh, there's all sorts of uh, crafts and things that, that are up for sale. And it's always interesting to see the talent that we have in this area come to show. And you mentioned uh, car shows. You know, the week before the 30th on the 23rd, uh, there's uh, another car show going on over at Maples United Methodist Church. Um, I've always been um, kind of close with the Ark Northwest Mississippi. Rebecca Treadway does a real good uh, job over there as uh, their executive director. And uh, since I'll go back and I, I, I love to uh, uh, mention this gene as much as I can, my wife, because before uh, we moved here and then starting at Pleasant Hill, she was working with special needs kids. And so we know all too well about the uh, uh, great things that the Ark Northwest Mississippi does. But they're having a second annual Cruising with the Ark uh, car show as well. It's on April 23rd. So you could, you could display your classic cars on two separate weeks at Olive Branch, once at Maples United Methodist Church to benefit the Ark Northwest Mississippi, and then come on over the next week and uh, check out the Bob Marr Classic Car Show. So uh, some great opportunities to see some great uh, wheels and uh, some great rides here in the Olive Branch area coming up later on in April. No doubt. You know somewhere else you might see a couple of cool rides, and I can't believe I didn't mention this first because it's actually the first thing that comes in April is we have our Miss Olive Branch City Scholarship Pageant. And you know as well as I do, we get some uh, very lovely ladies. They'll get on cars. They you know go through the town sometimes and do some different things, and it's going to be some uh, a really special event. Like I said, this is a scholarship opportunity, so this is something you want to check out. That is April 2nd. That is going to be at 7 p.m. at the Olive Branch High School Auditorium. Now, something else that's a kind of a show coming into town is, believe it or not, Hank Williams Jr. will be heading to the Civic Center in April, and I believe it might be on April 1st. I'm not positive on that. I'm going to get a clarification on the date. But, you know, he's also going to have the co-writer for um, you know, Florida Georgia Line is going to be there, and it's going to be a really, really big uh, event. And when I get that date for you, uh, you know, I'll get that for you on the website or on Facebook. But you ought to be looking for tickets now if that's something that definitely interests you. Yeah, that's uh, for sure. Great, uh, great music coming up. Uh, 
uh, over there at the Landers Center. I, I think it's uh, going to be a great show. It's kind of kind of fun to be able to see uh, what all uh, gets uh, um, attracted to come to the DeSoto County area for, for entertainment here in this area. And uh, you're right, uh, that's going to come up uh, on the 1st. I'm just checking myself. Hank Williams Jr., it'll be the first start on his uh, stop on his uh, tour, his latest tour, and it's going to be right here in DeSoto County at the Lander Center on the 1st. And then Chase Rice is the opening act uh, that particular evening, and I know he's got a little bit of a following as well. Um, he was actually, uh, Chase Rice, you know, was on Survivor. Did you know that? Uh, wouldn't it like Survivor Nicaragua? That's right. That's right. He uh, he, he spent a little time uh, on that show, so that's where that's people crazy. know him as well as his music. So uh, That's awesome. That'll be coming up on, that, that will be no fooling on April Fool's Day. Okay? <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Well, the last thing we want to mention in our news um, is I got a lovely email from Miss Dupree, and this was for uh, the City of Olive Branch, uh, talking about the Spring Concert Series. And this is is that on Tuesdays in April uh, in Old Town, they're going to do music there at the Wesson House, and we're going to be highlighting some local schools. Um, on April 7th, they're going to have the Lewisburg High School Jazz Band. On April 14th, they're going to have Olive Branch High School's band. And on April 28th, we're going to have my school, Center Hill High School, as well as a 70-student concert band coming out. So if you enjoy some music uh, right there over at the Wesson House, you know, it's 630 uh, Tuesday nights. It's a great opportunity to support the kids, uh, get to get, go through Old Town and, and experience that. Just, uh, just a great thing here for Olive Branch. That's right. You cannot say that there's nothing going on because there's always something going on in the Olive Branch area and DeSoto County. There's just another example. Absolutely, brother. Bob, I can't thank you enough for joining us again this week, man, to help us out with the local news. I look forward to getting you back on again and, uh, you know, keep talking up our wonderful community, a great sound, a great state. And uh, until then, brother. All right. Hey, thanks a lot for having me on. I appreciate it. Do you like saving money? I can tell you I do. I saved over $900 on my home and auto insurance when I made the change to Alpha Insurance, the ace agency company right here in Olive Ranch. My new agent is Mr. Ali Edgelally, and he is absolutely fantastic. A true down-to-earth guy that really, really listened in and listened to my concerns and was able to come up with an estimate that just saved me an unbelievable amount of money, and that could change your life in a small way or maybe even a big way. You never know. It just depends on your situation. Do yourself a favor, go by there or call them at the office at 662-893-0928 and let them give you a quote. You will be happy you did, I promise you. Now look, if you can't get them in the office, get this. He even gives out his cell phone number and that is 843-324-0930. Again, go get you a free quote today. You're going to thank me later. So it's time for those good old dad jokes from the Bro Brothers. Hope you enjoy did you know that towels are the leading cause of dry skin? <laughs> Apparently in Athens, nobody wakes up before noon. Because I guess Don is really tough on Greece. <laughs> Do you know if you rearrange the letters of mailmen, they get really upset. <laughs> That's good. Something I cannot deal with is a deck of cards glued together. <laughs> those guys crack me up every week. Hope y'all are enjoying those. Mm-hmm.
right, let's get to that Riddle Me This, and I've got two good ones for you today. Let's go to the first one. What three numbers, none of which is zero, give the same result whether they're added or multiplied? If you said one, two, and three, then you got it correct. For our second riddle, I'm light as a feather, yet the strongest person can't hold me for five minutes. What am I? If you said your breath, then you have the correct answer. I don't know about you, but I can't hold my breath for five minutes. So that, that that's, a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Guys, I hope you all enjoyed the riddles as always, and we look forward to next week. Now, I hope you all are subscribing to the podcast if you haven't done it already, as well as we hope you're sharing our podcast on your social media with your family, friends, and coworkers. Thank you so much. I am really looking forward to today's uh, motivational message. It is a great little audio that has a cool story that kind of revolves around itself that is going to give you some inspiration to understand that sometimes you're going to be rejected in life. Things are going to happen that don't go the way you foresee them. And your perspective on how you look at that could be changed. And this is really, really a great audio, and I hope you enjoy it. There's this fisherman who lives in a little beach town in Mexico. And every day he goes out in the ocean in a small sloop catches a few small fish, no more than he needs. After fishing, he plays with his kids, takes a siesta with his wife, and in the evenings, plays guitar with his friends. One day he's out in the ocean fishing, and another boat pulls up. Turns out it's a Stanford MBA. They get to talking. And Stanford says, you know, if you were to catch a few more fish every day, you could sell them and use the money to buy a bigger boat and catch bigger fish. And then you could sell those and start to make some money. Fisherman thinks about it and says, what then? Stanford says, if you worked hard and you saved, you could start to buy a small fleet of boats. You could hire people to fish for you. And then you'd make even more money. Fisherman asks, what then? Well, if you worked really hard, you got a little lucky, you could grow this budding fishing company. Eventually, you might have to move to Mexico City. And then one day, maybe even New York, the Big Apple, the full-blown international fishing company. And then you'd have tons of money. Fisherman asks, what then? Then you can do whatever you want. Sell the company, get a little place by the beach, catch a few small fish every day, have plenty of time to play with your kids, take a siesta with your wife, and in the evenings, you can play guitar with your friends. I love that story. It circulated different venues, but I heard it from a great philosophy teacher. And I share it now because many students are hearing back from colleges and getting rejected or waitlisted and having a reaction like this one. All my hard work in high school for nothing. Now I think you can hear that story and have that exact reaction. Why keep striving to jump over higher and higher hurdles? I spent all this time studying for exams, earning grades, playing sports, and for what? I should have enjoyed high school more instead of trying so hard. I think that's a good exercise in self-reflection. You should pause and take a hard look at what you want and why. But 
I also think that story says you didn't work hard in high school for nothing. Because if the fisherman builds that business and he will fail and get rejected along the way, when he comes back to the beach, he's in the same place, but he is not the same person. Those Saturday mornings that you studied for exams, that made you more disciplined. Those homework problems you solved, that made you a better thinker. All those hours competing on sports fields, that made you resilient. All that hard work wasn't for nothing. Because even if you don't get into a college um, that's your top choice, you are a more interesting, dynamic, skilled person for making the effort. Seeing things through a different lens or seeing it through a different perspective can really, really change or dramatically affect you when it comes to how things have happened in your life. And I think this is a, was a great, great audio. I hope you really, really enjoyed it. And I hope you see that there's always something you can get positive out of bad situations or what you perceive as a bad situation. And thinking about things or talking about things that build something positive for you guys, I have to mention that on our next advertiser. If you have not heard of them, you need to go check them out. That is the DC Dragons, and they do a karate and cheer combination. They have a dojo right here in Olive Branch. And so if you have youngsters or uh, together as a family that wants to learn some karate, traditional martial arts, or do some self-defense, anything like that, this is a great place to go as a family and learn together. Not only that, guys, the cheer side is a big deal. Uh, it is ran by a phenomenal, phenomenal lady, Miss Baker. And look, they're a part of the Nationwide Champion Force Athletics Program, which is highly competitive and great for youth of all ages. They have classes going all the way down from ages 4 to 18. It's competitive at all levels. And if you're a beginner, that's okay. They have levels 1 through 7 to make sure that all students are getting their needs met and are learning in a safe way. And if you're interested in this, go by their uh, dojo right there at 8155 Highway 178 in Olive Branch, or go check out their Facebook page, and that is DC Dragons. All right, guys, one of my favorite section: random facts and stories you likely didn't know. Did you know that... In Japan, citizens aged 40 to 74 have their waist measured annually. If their waist is over 34 inches, and that's for men, or 36 inches for women, they are sent to a nutrition and exercise professional. Since this law was introduced, obesity has dropped below 4% and life expectancy is higher than anywhere else in the world. Okay, it's time to tell my wife we were moving to Japan because uh, this this waist right here is not a 34. It's um, significantly higher, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. All right, for the next one, guys, did you know that Queen Elizabeth II owns the largest clear-cut diamond in the world, known as the Great Star of Africa, the 530-carat gem was mined in South Africa back in 1905 and has an estimated worth of... $400 million. Holy Lord. That's a lot of cheddar. That's a lot of cheddar. All right, for our last one, this is a good one too, guys. In 2013, a paralyzed man in Wales gave up his dream of walking again and paid for a young boy's treatment instead. Dan Black, his name, spent years saving over 20 grand for a stem cell treatment. But after hearing of a five-year-old boy in a similar predicament, he donated all that money into him instead to give him a better opportunity for a normal life. 
That's truly inspiring, and I really hope it worked out for that young man. Guys, I hope you all enjoyed our cool stories you likely didn't know, and look forward to them next week. I haven't done this in a while, but we've got a good movie review for you. Well, I said good. The movie, not so good, but I've got to talk about it because it is just off the wall. The movie we're talking about is a Hulu original and it is called Deep Water, starring Ben Affleck. Now, I must warn you, I am going to be talking about a movie that if you have not seen, this is going to be spoiler alert. So if you uh, plan on watching this and don't want to know key details, this might be where you stop listening here and fast forward over to our pretty epic sports uh, segment we got coming up. So I've given fair warning now. Guys, Deep Water is about a married man, Mr. Ben Affleck, named Vic in the movie, is married to a very pretty wife who happens to have a habit of really uh, flaunting herself as well as being really lovey, flirty, even kissy, and more with several other men even while in view of her husband. Uh, the movie constantly goes back and forth with uh, parties at someone else's home. They're obviously rich and fluent. Um, and every single time the wife is with a different person. Uh, and you would think this is a situation where it's constant frustration. You're screaming at the TV going, why don't you divorce? What is going on here? And the movie just kind of keeps you going along and along, wondering what is the obsession here? What is what's really at the heart of this situation? And then suddenly the movie takes a twist where one of these supposed people who may or may not be a lover to the wife who she's cheating or she's not cheating uh, suddenly dies a mysterious death and Affleck's character starts you know taking claim or is he is it fantasy who knows but what I can tell you is the movie's over two hours long uh, it is going to make you frustrated and trying to understand the methodology what he was thinking why he allows this to happen what her reasons are uh, not to mention that they have a daughter and and the babysitter probably is the best paid babysitter in the world, considering how much time the daughter's away from these two in the movie. There's a lot of head scratching things. And not only that, he's a snail farmer in the process. It's just, it's all over the map. It has a stunning conclusion that is baffling at best uh, when you do find out spoiler 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 that he is a murdering uh you know uh, jealous husband but maybe not for the reasons that you think and the abrupt ending will just absolutely floor you and make you wonder why oh why did i watch this for over two hours and it was it a mistake? And so my official review is, yes, it was a mistake. If you have watched it, I'm sorry you were penalized like I was. It was not something that I would consider a worthy movie and give it a strong four and a half uh, just for some cool visuals. I do like some things they did put in there. And was there was intrigue. There was mystery. And sadly, it just did not come to fruition at the end. So, uh, you know, not the best movie review for you guys, but hopefully maybe if you listened and you haven't watched it, I saved you your two hours. Mm-hmm. 
All right, guys, it's time for sports. And uh, you know, our local baseball uh, had some pretty good uh, excitement this week. Um, you know, Center Hill and Lewisburg are kind of picking up on a roll. Olive Branch, like I said, we talked to Coach Weaver last week, and he says it's a very young team and they're struggling. But they are getting more hits. They are getting more scores on the board. And sadly, this past week they did play New Albany and lost 14-7. to uh, But, you know, again, we're still wishing the best for Coach Weaver and the team, hoping those guys keep, uh, you know, you know, keep learning, getting better, and looking forward to that next W. And we'll be there to talk about it for sure. Uh, let's move over to Center Hill. So before I even talk about Center Hill, I figured, you know what, they had some excitement yesterday, a big win. And so I called Coach Callahan, and let's go right to that audio now. Well, guys, I've got a special guest with me. Uh, we had a, some big games this past week, especially yesterday. And so I had to call Coach Callahan back to get on the show. Coach, how we doing, brother? Doing great, man. How are you? Man, doing good, doing good, man. Uh, I bet you're doing better than great considering you had a huge win yesterday versus North Point, man. Why don't you tell us about that game? Yeah, man, it was a, it was a big win for us for sure. You know, a heck of a ball game. Uh, you know, North Point's one heck of a team. Uh, I guess, uh, you know, some extremely talented players. Got a uh, heck of a coaching staff there at North Point. And just, you know, overall just a quality program here. Uh, so, yeah, it was a heck of a ball game for us. It was a ball game that had five lead changes. So it was a you know, back-and-forth game, back-and-forth game. Uh, starting off early, uh, the James Smith, their shortstop, Ole Miss commit, hit a, hit a home run off uh, Nolan Turner. He got his – you know, he got his first start here for us, and he uh, ended up going four innings, only giving up two runs. So that was that was huge. That was really good to see out of Nolan. Um, and then you know, after we pulled Nolan out, put in Hunter Peaks. You know, he had a kind of a rare uh, off outing. Normally, Hunter's pretty consistent for us. Uh, kind of got out there and got squeezed a little bit in his zone and had some trouble with the walks. But you know, I fully expect him to come back and throw better his next outing. Uh, but ended up going with another junior, Scott Green. He came in and uh, threw two quality innings for us, only giving up one run. And uh, there at the end, you know, brought in Landon Scruggs. And he uh, he really just came in and slammed the door on us, uh, striking out the last three there in the seventh. So, you know, it was just really all game long. Had some timely hits uh, by really, uh, you know, really the majority of our lineup. We had Avery Rogers had two hits. Uh, Logan Esfield had two hits. Hunter Peaks had two big hits. Dom Ravino had two big hits. Uh, Blake Holmes also had two hits. And then uh, the freshman Witt, uh, catcher behind the play, he had one hit but with two RBIs. So, you know, just really 13 hits as a team. Uh, you know, great to see most hits we've had in games. Like I said, it was a battle back and forth, back and forth. It was great to see, uh, you know, team get hot here. Here when it means the most, you know, rolling into division play. Coach, man, no doubt. I mean, to see that y'all playing, uh, you know, a top-tier program like North Point, who is fresh off defeating DeSoto Central uh, when they threw their ace, as well as beating Collierville, two perennial teams, uh, to come to, you know, Mustang Stadium there and uh, y'all to come out and get a dub, that is, that's that's huge. That's a, that's a statement for y'all's program, a statement for those kids, man. That, you know, sounds like it was a real big team effort. Uh, everybody contributed, and what a, what a successful night. For sure, man. You know, there's kind of a message to, to my guys now going forward for this week is, you know, remember what got us here. You know, you know early on in the season, we super inconsistent. You know, not making routine plays, walking guys to play, um, not being good base run team. 
and here lately we've kind of went back and hammered the little things. So, you know, that, that's definitely going to be a message to them. Is, and don't forget what the guy to see us, you know, laying down quality bunts for hits, you know, taking the extra bag on a dirt ball read. So, um, you know, obviously a big win for us. going to try to stay level-headed and not, not get too carried away because we got a got a real big series coming up this week with D.C. Oh, no doubt, Coach. And I know earlier this week y'all won a won a tight ball game with Whitehaven, and that was a game that kind of waited till late in the game to actually get things rolling. So, But there was some resiliency there. Saw the kids kind of power through and close out with some tough pitches there. Um, you know, So, I mean, overall the team has greatly improved. I mean, if you'll tell the listener, what was your record for your first eight games? Uh, we were through the first eight games. Yep. We started off pretty slow. We were uh, we were zero six, and then picked it up a little bit. You know, those first two, I guess, scrimmage games. So, I guess technically through our first first eight, we were one and seven. So, but yeah. as cold as you can get starting out, just we're not playing good baseball. Um, you know, I don't know if it was nerves or getting in the cold and the snow or what it, whatever it was, but you know, we're starting to pick it up as of late, starting to figure it out. Like I said, starting to do little things right. And, you know, really just starting to come together as a team. So, no doubt. Uh, it's great to see. Great to see. Yeah. I mean, like, I think your last eight games, y'all have won six or seven of them. So, I mean, like, y'all are definitely on a roll. Seven of our last nine. Oh, well, there you go. So, I mean, like, that's uh, that's huge. So, I mean, like, again, uh, you know, to me, it's always better to get hot when you get to district than it is to, uh, you know, be hot and then worry about getting cold. You know what I mean? So, for sure, for I, think, sure. I think that's going to be spelled well for you guys. Well, Coach, man, I can't thank you enough for, uh, you know, talking about the kids, promoting the program, and uh, hearing about that W and a good week of baseball. And uh, we wish you luck this week, and uh, we'll go from there. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. If I could just say one more thing, you know, uh, Tuesday night, we have a big home game against D.C. Just you know, if you don't have any plans, you know, speaking to your listeners here, if you don't have any plans Tuesday night, come on out to the Hill. Uh, get you a good cheeseburger and watch some good baseball. I think you'll like what you see. I heard that, brother. I heard that. All right, guys. Uh, y'all heard him here. Come on out to Center Hill and watch some DeSoto Central baseball. Come against your Mustangs, man. Coach, again, thanks for your time, brother. Appreciate you. Thanks again, Coach. Really appreciate you joining us. Is your home or business in need of some restoration work? Maybe a water pipe burst or you have some storm damage? There is an expert company right here in DeSoto County that can handle all your needs. Brian Rowe and his team of DeSoto Cleaning does expert restoration work. They will make sure the job is perfect to your satisfaction. Look them up on Facebook at DeSoto Cleaning LLC and that is the capital LLC. They also provide other cleaning service such as steam cleaning carpets, tile, and grout. Or if you'd like to call them on the phone today, you can call them at 662-710-2698 or you can email Brian personally at R-O-W-E underscore 41 at hotmail.com. So guys, let's talk about Lewisburg. Again, just another great team right here in the Olive Branch area. And just like Coach Callahan, you know what? They've had some big wins here recently. And just for tickles and giggles, I decided to call him. And wouldn't you know it, he answered and has some great things to say. So let's go to his audio talking about Lewisburg baseball as well. Well, I had to call Coach Cagle and see what he's been doing and uh, catch up on the team from his perspective. Coach, how we doing, brother? Doing good, man. How are you? Man, doing swell, doing swell. Coach, when I'm reading these numbers and these stats and what you're doing out there, you are kicking butt and taking names, man. Aren't you? What are you, 14-1 and one now? That is correct. 14-1. and one, Had two uh, two wins yesterday. A, a really competitive game last night. And uh, able to come out with a victory late in that game, yeah. 
Man, that's awesome. Now, the last time I saw this, uh, your standings mean y'all are number two or number one in the state? Uh, it just depends on the poll you look at. I mean, we're, we've been, you know, two in one poll maybe, and I don't know, six or seven in another poll. And just, uh, just but, depends on which poll you're looking at. But number one in everybody's hearts, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> ask, all, ask all of our parents for number one, right? <laughs> all right, Coach, let's talk about this big win last night. This was from a team from out of state, correct? Right, Hinsdale, Illinois, uh, just southwest of Chicago, and uh, they they come down during spring break. And um, uh, my actually one of my junior college coaches, Johnny Ray, out of the USA Stadium, got us hooked up, and uh, they came down, and we had a we had a good battle. Man, that's huge, man! That is absolutely huge. The um, you know, is this? Let me start that over. That's a huge win, man. Is this something y'all plan on doing every single year? Or was this something special? Have y'all played them before? We've never, we've never played them. Um, you know, it just fell that they were coming down the night we needed another team. We did something called the Crawfish Classic, where we we cooked a bunch of crawfish. We had a couple teams come over and play. We played all day. We we fed all the coaches, and you know, um, it was just a good time. We made a little money on the fundraiser selling crawfish, and you know, we just had a good day for ball. I heard that, brother. Now, earlier this year when we talked, Coach, when you, you, you mentioned that you know you were surprised at how well the team was prospering you know, early in the season and that the bullpen was doing great. And uh, Did you expect your team to be where it is right now? Uh, you know, I mean, I know that's kind of a loaded question, but you know, every coach has a predetermined idea of how talented a team is and how well he feels like they're going to do by a certain point. Are they exceeding expectations or are they right in line with what you all felt? No, I feel like we're exceeding expectations a little bit. You know, I don't want to downplay that that our, we are talented. Um, but, you know, inexperienced is what I would call us. And, um, you know, we've just been able to, um, you know, get the big hit or get the big out um, all year long. You know, in, in baseball, you know, you typically are very reserved with what you project your record to be because – you know, typically you lose some games you don't think you should lose, and sometimes you win some you don't think you should win. So, you know, at this point we haven't had any of those, you know, games that we should have won and didn't, um, you know, and that could be coming. But, you know, we're just going to keep trying to do the things we've been doing and, uh, you know, keep trying to look to, to the next game, you know. Absolutely, Coach. I couldn't agree with you more. Well, Coach, look, like I said, I didn't want to take a whole bunch of your time. I just wanted to get you on there and, you know, talk about the big W's yesterday and uh, what, how great it is that, you know, Lewisburg is doing phenomenal and ranked up there, you know, like we said, number one in everybody's heart in the state and, uh, you know, doing so well and, you know, give this opportunity for those kids to get a little more uh, positive encouragement, as they say. Uh, yeah, we, yeah. Uh, we definitely uh, look forward to you having a great rest of the season. I know district's coming up, and it's going to get pretty saucy. I mean, DeSoto Central is playing really well, and they've taken some tough losses, but they still are a very talented team. Center Hill had a big W versus North Point, um, you know, this yesterday. Uh, you guys are rocking and rolling. It should make for a very fun, entertaining, and highly competitive uh, district uh, when it comes to who's going to go into the playoffs. So I know you're looking forward to it. Yeah, you know, we uh, we told the guys last night after the game, you know, we were kind of tired, long day, and, you know, we kind of told them, look, great record, great start, and uh, flush it. You know, at this point, everybody's 0-0. we got to play our best baseball the next three weeks and uh, give ourselves a chance to, uh, to get in the playoffs. So that's the goal. Coach, I want to wish you good luck on that, man, and I look forward to seeing the games and the scores coming up. All right, I appreciate it. Okay, thanks again, Russ. We'll talk to you again soon, brother.
All righty. Bye-bye. How awesome is it that we're able to get on this show, be able to talk to these baseball coaches, talk about the kids, learn about how things are going for uh, you know the baseball programs here locally, and it's just it's just fantastic. It's really really great to see the kids here in this area are prospering. It just goes to show you that the community here really favors uh, sports, athletics, you know, team atmospheres, and the schools here are generating great athletes and just better men and women for the future. Uh, you know, learning these team, you know, team skills, leadership, you know, camaraderie, the whole nine yards. DeSoto County is a great place. Olive Branch, great place. Really great to see this stuff going on in sports. Again, thank you for those coaches uh, for hopping on the podcast with us. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, like the coach uh, Callahan said, come out and support these teams. Even though if you don't have a kid on the team, it is a great place. They have great uh, concession stands, great baseball, and they're about to start district play. Uh, and there's no tougher district in this area than right here in Eastern DeSoto County between DeSoto. Central, Olive Branch, Center Hill, and Lewisburg. Again, go check them out. Well, guys, that kind of wraps up our sports and wraps up mainly our show. And as always, we really appreciate you listening. If you enjoy our podcast, we hope you're listening to our brother podcast as well, and that is UTW or Under the Water Tower, as they do the exact same show. Well, not the exact same, but very similar show with their own unique twist covering the Hernando area and do a fantastic job. Derek and Matt are true friends and do a wonderful, wonderful job for their community of Hernando, reporting all the facts and sights and sounds and you name it and everything that you can imagine over there and of course with some good humor go check them out that is under the water tower guys as always i really appreciate you listening to our show uh it is truly a blessing i really really enjoy doing it like i said i enjoy talking to uh the people at the rotary club this past week that was a fun fun experience uh you know getting to teach uh, learn and, and from them learn about their scholarship opportunities things that are going on in the community and now they're going to be start feeding us even more information more grassroots things and that means better content for you guys on the show and i hope you all enjoy it but other than that guys i think we're going to call it a week Looking forward to next week. But until then, I'm Zach. See you back.